Welcome to this episode of the English Premier League Fans in Sri Lanka podcast. Today is the 28th of June 2020 and in this episode we'll be talking to Liverpool fans and celebrating the historic Liverpool win after 30 years. Thank you for listening in. This club means everything to the people. So it's our job to show that it means absolutely everything for us as well. It's a lot about emotion, the intensity, how the supporters live. Well, did you ever hear a better message than you'll never walk alone? It's the most beautiful song in the world. Everybody feels it, everybody loves it, and everybody gets the message. In your darkest moments, you are not alone. I love that. We are Liverpool. And that means we have to entertain the people, and we have to show all the desire, to show all the love for the game. We will all be together soon. There will be a moment for us. For now, tell the world we are Liverpool, champions of England. When you walk through a storm, hold your head How is everyone feeling to have that in the bag after 30 years? 
Floor is open to everyone. Go, anyone. It's simply incredible. It's Fantastic. unbelievable. I mean, guys, it happened. How, yeah. When it happened, when it happened, the, the moment that we won the league, I yep. started streaming both sides of my face. I couldn't help it. I was, I was, I was feeling fine, but I couldn't help my tears. It went on until midday next day, <laughs> and, and, and when somebody, when, when somebody offered me a cake at office, a friend of mine, yeah, I just couldn't hold it back. It yeah. was, it was the most emotional sensation. That Unbelievable. is lovely to hear. That is lovely to hear. Hisham, how how did you feel? Uh, out of this world. I mean, um, I'm, I'm still 30 years old. It's the first time I've seen, you know, winning the league. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot like me. I mean, we've seen uh, us winning Champions Leagues and the FA Cups, you know. I mean, let's be honest, the Champions League is the biggest thing. Yeah. But I've never felt, you know, like I, how I felt, you know, when we won the league. It's, it's strange because I think we didn't uh, play to win. I mean, play that game to win. It was very strange, you know, watching Chelsea playing somewhere else and you know getting mm. getting that result but it was just absolutely i mean when de bruyne scored i thought okay you know man is <laughs> going to you know take away yeah. this game and you know we might have to play them actually to win it yeah, yeah. but then when you know it happened it, it's just you, you just can't describe it and just like andika said i had so much of work to do on friday i mean uh, the person who i'm handling with it i was you know i'm supposed to hand over some costing to a person in india and the deadline was on thursday so i was way behind that but I had so much to do, but I just couldn't focus on it. I mean, five minutes, I just had to go to my phone. And I, I, I ended up not doing it as well. So, I'm expecting some mail to pop up. You know, where, are, where is this? I'm, 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 I'm hoping someone from your work doesn't watch this, Hisham, and follow up on where the costing is. No, they know. They, they know. they know. <laughs> I mean, they're... they're they, I hope nothing escalates, but, you know... Yeah, I'm, hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully, you're safe, but um, it's... Um, it's um, no, you know, you, know, you can't course. hide it. Be, be, being, a, being, a, being a Liverpool fan is like having a wart in your face. Everybody yeah. knows it. Yep, yep. You have a, you have that giveaway. Charit, how how do you feel about about Liverpool having this in the bag after thirty years? Actually, we had a chance at the uh, when uh, Arsenal played with Manchester City, yeah. but unfortunately they didn't play well. Yeah, after you know so many years, uh, actually I went to the bed after a lot of after a lot of losses. I went to the bed crying. You know, after 2003-2014 season and after 2008, and this is an unbelievable feeling. Yeah. Finally, we did after 30 years. Lotion, yeah. to you, how, how did you feel? By the way, did you watch the Chelsea game? Because for us yeah, it was, uh, in Melbourne, it was, time, it was at 5 o'clock in the morning. 5.15, yeah. Yeah, so I actually, actually I watched it. Yeah, I, I actually got up for the second half because five o'clock I couldn't take it. But by, by, by I, the time I got up, it was six. I got the message from my colleague saying, yeah. "Wake up, man! We are winning the league." Yeah. Uh, when Chelsea scored first, and yeah. then that moment onwards, I'm up. I was like, you know, yeah, because uh, we have this um, communication platform. Uh, we use called Slack. Slack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use it as Slack, well. Yeah. As well. So yeah. We have a private channel there, so we always every morning. We wake up and you know, we like these days we work from home, so yeah. we all like you know, we always like they call me and they say, yeah. like, Hey, get up, wake up, man, wake up. So, yeah, every every match it was like that. So, I woke up a few occasions, uh, but I couldn't, I couldn't actually wake up for the Arsenal City game, but yeah, 
luckily I woke up for the city city um, yeah. Chelsea one. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um, it was good. good. Uh, I, I'll be honest, Randik. I'll kind of align with you here. Um, um, after the final score, for for a second, in I was in this exact room. I was watching the game at five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning. Um, I didn't. It it didn't occur to me. It didn't occur to me uh, after the final whistle was blown. It was like, oh wait a minute, something just happened just now. And then straight <laughs> after. About two minutes later, Liverpool FC uploaded a video on Facebook with Jurgen Klopp saying, "Tell yeah. for now, tell yeah. we are yeah. the champions of England. Tell the world, I, tell yeah. the world." That is when I started <laughs> crying, man. I couldn't stop. That was amazing. That yeah, was amazing I, that they had it ready. Yeah, they had it ready. They had it ready for weeks. Yeah. They probably had it uh, ready before COVID. Um, so oh, that okay. is when I when I saw that. That was when I broke yeah, down. And it's not that I haven't been following Liverpool for 30 years. No, I mean, I started following Liverpool at around 2000, 2001. But, but it yeah. was not... I, most of you, pretty much every one of you, it's not a bandwagon thing, you know? Like, it's not a new club making the news. You, you obviously, organic support that you... Boris just left us. But it's that um, organic support. And then, um, you know, we've been committed to the club through really bad times, really bad times. We, I don't think we've, yeah. we've had to say we've had good times. I mean, 2005, uh, there was this Champions League win, but hey, that was a really average squad against a superstar AC Milan squad. And after that, we haven't had much to celebrate. Um, we, uh, the, the club was in the dumps. People like Hicks and Gillette was using the club for money. It's, it, there was nothing to celebrate for. I mean, that was since 2000. And then there's all these other people who's been following the team for much longer, for 30 years or even more. But there's, there's obviously, but I might be more passionate for people beyond that. But for me to jump in, I mean, start supporting Liverpool at around 2000 and then start crying immediately, a grown man crying immediately, just to, for me, all of a sudden, I was like, wait a minute, I've been supporting them for about 20 years, but what about people who've been like, you know, people affected by Hillsborough disaster, you know, there's more, there's more passion, there's more family and things like that. There's more relationships to the club than I might have. But, and I was all of a sudden thinking about those guys, but, but anyways, that's a different story. That video made me, I, I get really emotional really quickly on stuff, but that Liverpool video broke me down. That was just yeah. unbelievable. That was su super. I was super happy to see, and I posted on Facebook straight away. I think I, oh. I think it's just uh, Jurgen Klopp's voice. Yep, yeah, exactly. They, they've done pretty, uh, you know pretty a uh, few videos like that of yeah. using his uh, audio cuts, and it, it, it's yeah. just brilliant. He's um, he's become like a father figure in the club. I I think um, everyone looks to him as a as a as a father, as a parent, to do the right thing and say. The right thing. So, yeah. there, there was something interesting that uh, John Barnes said yesterday mm -hmm. uh, on BT Sport. Uh, he said, uh, with every big club, uh, you know that there is somebody behind the manager. I mean, yeah. There is somebody bigger. When Conte was there at Chelsea, you know that Roman was uh, in charge. Yeah, but at Liverpool, even though we do have a stellar owner, everybody knows Jurgen is in charge. Yeah, players know it, fans know it, the club knows it, yeah. everybody knows it. So it was like a bit like Fergie at uh, United. United it doesn't yeah. matter who owns it, Jurgen is in charge. He's calling the shots. 
and he's the mentor as you say the father yeah. figure father figure so yeah. that's probably what uh, gels everyone together to the cause the players know that you report to jurgen and no one else yeah exactly there's, there's you play for there's no way around the system you have to go through him no yeah that's an amazing system yeah. that that's that's what credit to the owners actually exactly so that that is com- comparing to what hicks and gillette used to do the owners the fsg yeah. even uh, jurgen this full full control over the club and then they don't get get um, the, probably that's why they succeeded with the Boston Red Sox as well they don't interfere oh, with yeah. the day to day running yeah. of the operations they let the experts do the job and then they stay away and then obviously money is a big big thing but they just let the the experts do the job you know but guys um changing gears um um probably this is a really interesting question this is open to you everyone um Um, so Eagan Club came into the side four years ago, but five years when Brendan Rogers was um, almost at the league, and then next season we ended up finishing what sixth or seventh. When when that happened, did you ever see Liverpool winning the league after five six years? Sandeep, do you want to start? It was difficult to envisage that at the beginning of uh, Jurgen's reign. It was not. Uh, we were not in a position to, you know, really call the shots in the league at that time, 2016-17 season. But uh, last year changed all that. Yeah. Uh, that made everyone believe. And uh, even though we didn't uh, win the league last year, it didn't feel like a loss, uh, like it did yeah. in 2009, like it did in 2013. So uh, we were fairly confident that we would go again. Yeah. And. Uh, you would be able to pull something a pull a rabbit out of the hat uh, so to speak but it was a more much more sustainable sort of development that we had and it was apparent from uh, from uh, the players attitude from the approach to every game and this year they've been ruthless right from the start so last year we had a notion that we could win this but before that honestly other than hope uh, like like the anthem says hope in your heart exactly. other than that it was it wasn't very easy to predict that we were going to yeah. win it Uh, me, Sam, do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, um, I mean, you are very, uh, a very statistical, a very research-based person, but um, I think you are very close to the numbers and club history as well. Did you, did you see Liverpool winning the league this quickly? I mean, uh, once Je- once Jurgen Klopp took over, I mean, there was progress. But like you said in your question, like when we missed out under Brendan Rodgers. and when the players left uh, you just to be honest you won't see liverpool winning the league i mean the signings they bought in to replace those players was similar to what happened when we did it in 2009 we lost alonso we lost abeloa yep. and the replacements we bought in were just not good enough same with the managers and and we actually mm. struggled uh, after we missed out on that title you know i mean it was heartbreaking as well we were doing so so well and then for gerard to ironically slip you know for him to lose out on the title as well and you know the amount of barrage of you know jokes and humiliation we received yeah. was just at times you know i, I still remember i think lotion was with me at we watched that chelsea game at playtrix i mean uh, i just went after the game for like 20 minutes i just sat, sat on the stands you know i was like okay shit we came all the way through and that was at rnr at that rnr uh, yeah yeah and and win. and after that yeah. uh, christian bull happened uh, against palace <laughs> and you know that was a midnight game i still remember and i i actually you know just the way it collapsed 
uh, it was just you know heartbreaking. But when Jurgen arrived, if it if if Liverpool were to win, he was the man because of the yeah. way, because of his passion. And if Liverpool hadn't shown the progress in the first two years, I think I would have lost hope and I would have been yeah. like, okay, here we go again. But gradually we we came there. Yeah, that's a nice analysis. Guys, guys, because um, this is a really quick meeting, I'll keep, uh, like I said at the start, guys, I promise to keep this under under 30 minutes. Strict strict meeting, so I'll quickly um, go through and keep the questions short as well. And uh, But um, the next question, Boris, for you, um, would you have preferred an unbeaten season over what's, the, what's happened? Would you have liked it if it was unbeaten as well? Or are you still happy with the league? Uh, to be very frank, I'm happy with the league as it is. Yeah. Uh, to win, you need to lose. To learn, you need to lose. Yep. So, I'm pretty happy as it went. Of course, an unbeaten season would have been fantastic. But uh, I take it as it is. I mean, we still have seven, seven games to go. Yeah. And I wish we're going to win these seven games. Have the maximum points out of those games. And again, we will break another record, no? Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, and but I, I honestly, and a season where you are unbeaten, I don't believe it won't. Ha it will happen again. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, well, well done to Arsenal at that time to actually do it. Oh, but, definitely, definitely. Yeah, and uh, but even well done for Liverpool as well to go this far. I mean, I, I don't think any team has come this close to. Even, you know, I don't think anyone has come close to this. You can even start talking about it because the unbeaten um, record, the sticker comes off pretty much at the start of the season or midway. You wouldn't come to the end of the season. So, I mean, well done to Liverpool, but all, all due respect and credit to Arsenal for pulling something like that off. But honestly, um, I would have... You know, bragging rights. Um, I would have loved to say we won the league and also with, um, without losing any game. But uh, anyways, but um, guys, uh, good answers. Uh, th thanks for that, Boris. Um, but uh, going going forward, um, um, Charit, is there a message that you would like to give to the rival fans, to to everyone in the EPLFSL group? Ask you I mean, from the right side. Let's let's keep it civil. <laughs> I mean, this can this can be a can of worms. It can go anywhere. So let's be really civil. Um, to all all fans, um, rival fans around the world, and also for the EPL FSL um, rival fans, do you have a message to them? Yes. On your face. <laughs> we did it. Uh, actually, <laughs> no. <laughs> they roasted us 24-7 and this is our complete answer. Look at the table. We have a huge point differences between all the top eight clubs. Now, so you can see that's the answer we want to give to you. Yeah, nicely, nicely put. Short and sweet. <laughs> uh, any, any messages to the rival fans? Yeah, United, you are closer to relegation than to Liverpool. <laughs> oh, <Boris>. <laughs> <laughs> I might actually do a full round. I might do a full round. I was actually just going to say uh, Charit and Lotion. But okay, let's do Lotion as well. Do you have a message? You well, have, uh, this is really interesting. Lotion. <laughs> well, uh, I, would, I would say just keep calm, guys. Because, yeah. um, you know, especially for the rival admins who's um, actually deleting our <laughs> comments we posted <laughs> years ago. 
<laughs> and <laughs> so uh, yeah, just keep calm, guys. Uh, Y'all yeah. days might come again. Uh, Run. Yeah, nice one, Randika. What about you? Yes. Any messages? Well, what, what I what I always say to my uh, Everton friends, like I, should, I could share with all the other friends as well. Just don't take it out on your wives and girlfriends, man. It's not worth it. <laughs> 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 oh, getting very serious. Hisham, uh, I'll leave the lucky last for you. Uh, what, uh, what what's your message to the rival fans? Um, on a personal note, I'll be visiting their posts. From Monday onwards, because I'm a bit busy, I have to catch up with the work. Uh, but at the same time, I just echo all of your comments. You know, we did it. Whatever they said, we proved every single comment of them wrong. I mean, yeah. just not the league. I mean, everything: Champions yeah. League, league, uh, statistics. You know, Jurgen Klopp, the players, Henderson, Jordan Henderson, and his critics. Yeah, everything has been just smashed out of the window. I, I, to be honest, Hisham, I think a couple of uh, members in the group has already, Liverpool members have already started going to post way back in 2012 and bringing that to the top. And uh, I, I've been seeing these things and I'm like, my God, I, I was actually tempted to post something on the group to say, guys, seriously, uh, United fans or anyone, go through your posts and delete as soon as possible because, <laughs> because it's coming back all the way to the top. Some of these comments, man, like some members are not even in the group and these comments are on the top. I just, this is so hilarious. But anyways, uh, nice, nice message to, um, to all the rival fans, guys. Um, um, very, very civil, which is good. Uh, we didn't get any personal or anything like that. So we have 10 minutes before the meeting pretty much wraps up. But um, I'll, 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 I'll do, this is, I might actually come to one or two of you. But um, so now I know the season is, hasn't even finished. There's seven games to go, just like Boris said. Um, but I am more focused on the title defense because it, it, I mean, it was really discussed in one of our earlier podcasts as well. Um, the Chelsea squad is going to be really good. Man City will be spending. Newcastle, if the deal goes through, they'll be spending. Um, how do you think this Liverpool squad, provided there are some good you know, transactions and good players comes in, how do you see this title defence working out? Is this an easy title to hold on to for another couple of years? Who wants to go? Um, Charit, do you want uh, to go? Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, you know, in 2008, uh, uh, we had some financial predicaments. Then FS, FSG took over the ownership. Uh, then they appointed Michael Edwards as a sporting director. Yep. So that's the point uh, where all things started to change. So in terms of uh, defending our title, I think all depends on what FSG are doing uh, in the future, I mean, yep. doing the future. Yeah. I hope uh, they will uh, get some nice, good players. Yeah. Uh, with Michael Edwards on our, uh, as our sports di- director, I think they he will he knows the science behind uh, recruiting new players. Yeah. So, and the future plans, I think, uh, with the support of FSG, uh, we can do some good things in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, Hisham just dropped out. I was actually just about to come to Hisham, but um, Randik, um, what do you think? Um, title defense is—is is this going to be a tough one? 
well, for sure i mean every title on its own is is tough yeah. defense is always tough uh, because, because you know a lot of emotion go into it and you know you have to keep the same kind of intensity but with this outfit uh, i'm sure you can do it again uh, just to do it next year will take a lot more than just bringing in new players i really don't think that bringing in superstar players is crop style he has yep. never done it yep uh, so we can't expect a lot of that uh, i mean virgil van dijk he came from southampton right he didn't come from any any major outfit that has won anything yeah uh, all is on the same so uh, yeah they were super players yep. but klopp uh, picked them out uh, i mean of course people knew they were quality but uh, it wasn't as if they have uh, won previously you know big big they weren't uh, as big as uh, chelsea signing fernando torres uh, yeah. kind of thing uh, however we do have a really uh, good second string curtis jones uh, harvey elliot uh, they are already first team ready i think uh, brian brewster so yeah. i'm sure that uh, whatever said and done sir alex ferguson did it uh, in fantastic style back in 1992 So there's something to be learned uh, from there, and also yeah. with the Galacticos of uh, of uh, uh, Madrid and uh, La Masia Academy uh, down south in Spain. So those guys, they have brought in superstars from all around the world, but they have also had this system of you know churning out uh, really good uh, youngsters, blooding them in the league and cup. So maybe the next seven games would be spent on blooding new players yeah. like uh, Nico Williams and. possibly uh, up front as well minamino getting more player time etc yeah. so uh, i'm not sure whether we'll be bringing in any big names to be very yeah. honest this yeah. coming transfer window there won't be anything yeah. uh, in january we have never made a big signing i mean yeah of course there were couple like uh, very recently there were couple but uh, other than that we can't expect a lot of new impact players to come in yeah so we will have to work with the squad Yeah, Jurgen is very yeah. good at that. Yeah, I'm sure. I was um, honestly, I'm sure I'm, uh, Timo Werner and even uh, Kulubali. Yeah, he was linked as well, but now uh, he's been linked with Man City, and Timo Werner yeah. is going to Chelsea, going to Chelsea. So, yeah, I was actually looking forward to some exciting signings, but uh, you never know. You never know. Uh, yeah, but guys, need, so sorry, yeah. Lotion, go ahead. The backup for Robo. We need a backup for Robo. Yeah. Yeah. Robo has been uh, getting injured recently a couple of um, times, and then, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's um, interesting. So um, Hisham's back with us. Uh, Hisham dropped out for a second, but guys, uh, there's only ten more, uh, probably about five minutes to go, or ten minutes. How much? Eight minutes and ten seconds to go. So I'll do a quick round. Um, probably do a forty-five second quick summary of. who your most valuable player of the season is the the reason um if you had to pick one player and say this is the reason why um liverpool won the league so obviously players so no managers or jurgen klopp or anything like that or you you got to take out um a back staff backroom staff um you if you had to pick a player who won the league for liverpool loshana who is your pick Well, I would say all eleven, eleven of them. But <laughs> yeah, pick, you have to pick uh, one, mate. <laughs> if I had to pick. Um, I would go for Jordan Henderson. Yep. Um, not just uh, considering his performance throughout the um, season. Yeah. Also, the energy that captain, like you know, that feeling he gives out, yes. that yep. enthusiasm. So 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. My player, my pick would be Jordan Henderson. Jordan Henderson. Yep. A good, good, good pick. Good pick. Um, Charik, what is your uh, pick for the most valuable player for the season? I think uh, uh, Virgil Van Dyke. Okay. And is there a reason why you're going yeah. with um, VVD? Because uh, we already had a perfect uh, forward attack and yeah. good midfield. And what was the problem was defense. And uh, Virgil Van Dyke came to our squad. The puzzle was filled in, and yeah. it was perfect. Yeah, I think yeah. Yeah, that that there was that was a big missing piece um, in the in the back. And um, I saw these stats where um, pre pre Virgil Van Dyke versus uh, post Virgil Van Dyke, and the difference in the goal <laughs> count, and there there was a significant yeah. decrease. But Boris, to you, just quickly, who is your um, most valuable player who you would say won the league for Liverpool? I would say it is uh, Roberto Firmino. Oh. The reason for that is his technical abilities are unbelievable. He's zero selfish. He passes the ball. He plays the game. He has an overview of the game. It's unbelievable, actually. I love him. I love him to see him playing. Without Firmino, we are not Liverpool. Yep. Nice one. Yes. Really good um, uh, good analysis there. Um, Hisham, Randika has dropped out. Um, but Hisham, um, who's your pick? Well, to be honest, I, I, just, I just can't name a player because I think all of these players helped transform Liverpool. I mean, we, that's why we performed so well last season and also this season. With, I mean, we didn't buy any players this season, to be frank. But uh, I, I really can't pick a player, but the only factor I believe that we were able to win was is because of Man City, because I think they proved that you can lose one game and not win the league. I mean, uh, we, you know, we we so that was the benchmark set, you know. So we followed that, and you know, we just kept on going every single game, and I think that's the reason we won the league. I, I just can't name a player; it'll be unfair. I mean, yeah. even the substitutes, whenever they played, they played their part. So, for me, it's yeah. just because Man City set the bar so high, we just, uh, you know, achieved what we did this season. Yeah, nice, nicely put. Nicely put. I, I put all of, all of you guys in the spot uh, by asking to pick, uh, pick a, re, uh, a single player. But I totally, uh, totally agree that it's um, very challenging to, to pick one, one single player. But um, I, I, I kind of agree. In my opinion, I kind of agree with um, Lotion as well. Um, my MVP would have been um, Henderson uh, because of the leadership skills that he had shown. I mean, at the start of the season, he was not even getting games. That was, it was that tough at, uh, in the bench to get to the team. And then he, all of a sudden, he gets the opportunity to start games and then he... He turns everything, everything around and he has shown great leadership qualities in me, for me. Um, this other thing I just saw um, on, um, um, Steve, I don't know if you guys have seen it, uh, Steven Gerrard's Instagram. He had yeah, put a picture of um, him coming out and putting the armband in Jordan Henderson's arm. And uh, his caption said, I couldn't have um, thought of anyone else better to give this to. So... Um, so yeah, but but once again, it's not just Henderson, Klopp effect, and the players. There's all these players that's um, that have played a huge part, and I think the fans, fans like us as well, for patience, for being there, for being patient for 30 years, 
view played a part as well. But uh, people who go day in and day out to the, the to the stadium to cheer cheer them on, fifty thousand people who goes there. I think this is everyone's win. Everyone is entitled for this win, not just the players. It's a Liverpool family win. So. So once again, guys. So it's I'll be coming to the end. Uh, we have two minutes before the the time wraps up, but we've come to the end. So I really appreciate you guys spending the the, 40, the last forty minutes um, coming on board and doing this podcast. Uh, like I said, it's a strict Hisham. This is I'm talking to you. It's a strict thirty minutes because Hisham has been the victim of two uh, two very long episodes. So I don't want to take it any any further. But guys, to end. <laughs> End, uh, end this episode. I'll end it with another really interesting Is a wrap on this podcast. So once again, thank you very much for everyone. I will stop recording this now, and um, we, but guys, just hang in, hang in there for a minute because I just want to speak to you um, outside of the recording as well. So let me stop recording now.